The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Talk of champions, short sessions. Long story short. Welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions, short sessions. I'm your host, Zach Barry. We are in the middle of college football season. Ole Miss is doing their damnedest to make things difficult on the college football playoff committee as they try to finish 11 and 1. But today we are going to shift gears to basketball. Ole Miss opens up. I guess you could say play this evening. They're in an exhibition game at home, um, and the season is right around the corner. So who better to have in here to talk Ole Miss hoops, Chris Beard, and the Rebels than Jeff Goodman. He uh, he does everything. Writes for Messenger, field of 68. If you're not familiar with him, uh, you probably don't follow college basketball. He's uh, He's the man, so he is here with us in studio. Jeff, good morning. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you having me. And uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's almost here. A lot of uh, exhibitions. It seems like there were a lot of, a lot of games over the weekend. There were some some big time matchups, um, but just kind of what's the the overall vibe for you heading into uh, this 23-24 season kind of early, you know, final four favorites. Who are the teams that you're looking out for the most in the first couple months? I, I mean, I think, you know, you look at it and, and do. In Kansas are kind of 1A and 1B preseason. Some people have Duke, some people have Kansas. Um, you know, the question about Kentucky, how good are they? They got a ton of freshmen this year. Uh, we'll see how good they are. And obviously, last year, seeing FAU and San Diego State get to the Final Four, you know, with the COVID year, it, it just feels like, again, experience is even more important than ever. Because you have, you know, now you've got 23, 24-year-olds going up against 18-year-old freshmen. That's a huge gap. So uh, I think teams and, and programs are trying to stay old. And that's where, again, Kentucky being young with this many freshmen uh, would scare the hell out of me if I'm a Kentucky fan. That's a professional segue from a, from a professional there talking about experience. Let's get into Ole Miss. They, they got a good – influx of talent from the portal and then uh, a lot of holdovers from that Kermit Davis roster. Chris Beard and company got into town quickly. 
mobilized and, and met with the players, kept uh, a pretty good core from Kermit Davis's group. Um, I, I will pitch this for, for our listeners and subscribers. If you haven't checked out the Almanac, please do. It is awesome. It is in-depth as, as anything out there, and they got a full scouting report on Ole Miss. You can read about that, and Jeff and the rest of the folks uh, do a fine job there. But, you know, taking a look at that and just, you know, what are your general thoughts on the mix of portal guys with returning veterans from that Ole Miss team? Even though they weren't good a year ago, guys have played a lot of basketball. How do you think Beard will mesh with with this group in year one? Well, I think so much of it is going to depend on whether uh, their two kids, uh, Brandon Murray and, and, and Musa Sisa, get their the two-time you know waiver, right? And that's obviously huge around the country right now. Uh, they went all in with, with with two of these guys, and you know I think it's about twenty percent so far of those that try to get a two-time, a, a second undergrad waiver uh, after transferring uh, got it. So. I think that's going to determine whether Ole Miss is going to be a real factor nationally or not. I think if, if beer gets both those dudes eligible, watch out. I wouldn't bet against them because again, and I've, I've been on the record saying this, like there aren't many better in the country than Chris Beard as a, as a ball coach uh, in terms of everything he does, right? X's and O's, how to get kids to play hard, how to put his arm around him when he needs to, but also really get up in him and be an old school uh, coach, again, you get a you, you get Texas Tech for the national title game. It's one of the best, greatest accomplishments of, over the last twenty years in college basketball. And oh, by the way, he also took him to the Elite Eight, and he had Texas Prime last year. That was his team. And, and and I'm I'm not sure if he weren't the coach that he couldn't have had them fighting for uh, you know the championship game playing UConn. He so a lot of people that know way more about college basketball than me, like yourself and and others around the country, have all echoed that sentiment. He's just a damn good coach, and what he did at Texas Tech, you know, it's amazing. I mean, they they went from being virtually, you know, I don't want to besmirch the program, but I mean, they they weren't in the in the top tier in the Big Twelve, and now no. they've got a two two hundred million dollar facility. Grant McCaslin's there. They've got a lot of buzz. People care about basketball there. Do you think that he could, you know, I'm not saying get to the national championship game, but kind of replicate that buzz and that enthusiasm and excitement at Ole Miss? Yeah, I'm not going to put it past him. I'm not. I mean, I just know how he works, how maniacal he is. And um, I, I think he's probably more motivated than, than ever. I spoke to him recently and, I do. I think he's more driven than ever because of everything that happened and, you know, getting another opportunity at a high level right away where most of us, you know, didn't necessarily see this coming. You know, you thought he'd have to maybe wait a year or go in at, at the mid-major level or even the low-major level for a year. Um, but to get this opportunity this quickly, again, he's just so – there aren't many coaches that have the whole package. And, and by that I mean – they can sell the program. They're willing to go out there and sell the program, connect with people, whether it's students, uh, whether it's money people, which is important now with NIL, with the players, with administration. And then you add in the recruiting and the coaching. They just aren't many of them anymore. You know, you, you, you might have some young dudes who are coming in who can really recruit or unproven coaches. You may have a lot of the older guard 
that are on their way out now that obviously can coach, but they don't want to recruit like Beard does. They don't they don't want to get after it like he does, where he's working literally, you know, 18, 20 hours a day. That's just like how he knows, all he knows. So we we touched on it a little bit ago about the core. Um, couple key guys that that he really latched onto when he got the gig: Jamin Brakefield, Matthew Morell. Um, two very different types of players, but guys that have played a lot of basketball and have got some some real you know buzz to them in in terms of you know playing a lot of minutes and being leaders on this team. I, I sense that he is going to lean on those two guys early. Um, Brakefield's kind of been like his right-hand man on campus when they host prospects and, um, you know, do a lot of media ops and stuff around town. Um, just how good do you think this team, I know you talked about you wouldn't put it past him to create a bunch of buzz, but how good do you think they can be in year one, you know, with or without CSA and Murray? I mean, without, I would say they're a fringe tournament team. With, I think they could be an elite team. I really do. I, I wouldn't oh, put wow. it past them. Again, he, well, he's used to dealing with new teams, too. I mean, that a lot of these coaches right now are frustrated because they're, they're, they're having a deal with, obviously, the transfer portal going crazy. And with Beard, he's been used to this for a while. Maybe not the, the, the amount of, although Little Rock, he had like 12 guys. But, like... Texas Tech in Texas might not have been quite as many. Two guys, obviously, everybody's new to him right now. Um, so I think he's a little bit more adept at, at figuring this thing out than a lot of other coaches are. And just being being good with it, you know, accepting it, buying into it. Um, so I, I, I think, again, like to me, I think Brandon Murray's huge, though. I, I just think he's huge. CSA is big too, but they got Sharp as another, you know, big shot blocking dude. I don't even know how Sharp and CSA, you play them together, how they'll be together, because neither are great offensively. So I honestly think you probably got to split them for the most part. Maybe they can play, you know, five, 10 minutes game together, but for the most part, you're going to want to play them separately. Where Brandon Murray to me is just a big time, you know, guard, score, who can play some point. I just, my biggest concern with them is at the point guard position. That, to me, is what I think could hold them back, even if they get Murray eligible. I'm not sure he's the answer at the point, but, I, I you know, again, you know, Beard, Beard's done it with, with questionable point guard play before. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You mentioned that, and I know that that was a, a big concern for a lot of folks when looking at this team and factoring in how good of a coach Beard is and then with the returning production from last year mixed with the portal, they go out and get a guy and – Jalen Murray, uh, who played a lot of basketball at St. Peter's, he's been in March. Yep. He's been in those those big situations. Um, he could play a factor. What 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 about Alan Flanagan? He, he coach's son. Before the injury, he was really explosive and a big part of Bruce Pearl's group at Auburn. Where do you see him kind of falling in line in, in, in this group, and 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 how good do you think he can be at a new spot? You know, fresh start after the the injury. No, I, I mean, I think, again, like, he, he's going to be a key piece for this team, you know, because he's got some experience, uh, and, and he is talented. So, I think – no, I, I, don't, I don't know if they do, but I think they've got pretty good depth and not much disparity. If you look at it, again, I think Murray especially from, like, one to nine – I think they got like nine dudes who can play, mm-hmm. you know, which is rare right now. Like, but, but again, you know, for the most part, they're older, you know, they got a couple freshmen here, but I don't know how much he's going to rely on those guys. I think he's going to rely on the holdovers and the transfers for the most part. And uh, unless, unless again, the two guys aren't eligible, which, you know, we, we just don't know where that's going to be. So I, I think that's critical for this year. But again, listen, this is year one. This is year one. To me, you're talking about a plan here in place, and I know Beard doesn't have patience. He wants to win right away. Uh, can you get this thing to where it's like what Bruce Pearl did at Auburn, what Beard did at Texas Tech? Those were not great jobs. When, when I mean, Pearl, they were they were both terrible jobs. Really, they were. I mean, Auburn was terrible. Texas Tech wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. It didn't have a lot of energy to it. Beard's going to bring energy, and, and I think, again, he's going to build this thing to sustain it. And he's shown that, like, again, he, he doesn't really fit. Like, Texas, he went to school there, but I think he fits Ole Miss and Texas Tech better than he fits Texas, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Underdog, counted out, you know, kind of has yeah, an edge to him. like chipping your shoulder. Yeah, an edge. Absolutely. Texas does not have that edge to them. Like, right? Like, everybody looks down on Texas in a way because, you know, they, they look at them as like spoiled, arrogant, all that. Like, that's not Beard. Beard's the other way. He's the, the junior college coach. He's the guy that, that wants people to, to, to say you're not good enough. You don't have enough talent. And, and he wants to prove people wrong. So if we, if we fly the drone up 1,000 feet looking at this from a – broader scope um where do you see this Ole Miss program next year two years down the road they won a lot with Andy Kennedy couldn't get over the hump too many times that you know they had the the SEC tournament champion uh, championship title Marshall Mania all that they they get almost to the Sweet 16 you know where do you see Beard in a couple years at Ole Miss and, and how do you see this program fitting into a super competitive SEC so I would say, again, a big part of it right now in that league is going to be 
uh, tied to NIL. Because obviously you have some programs right now. You know, look at Rick Barnes has got NIL. We know Kentucky's got it. Uh, you know, Arkansas's got it. Alabama's got it. Auburn's got it. I mean, they all have it because they're football, right? For the most part, they all have mm-hmm. it. So where where does Ole Miss stack up from a basketball perspective through some of the other the hoop schools in, in the SEC? Because if he's not there, Again, he can out-coach a lot of guys. He can out-coach them. But it's hard to out-coach like Eric Musselman, Bruce Pearl. Those guys are really good. Nate Oates, those guys are really good coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think you're going to have to be on an even playing field with with some of those schools. And it depends, like, how how's their collective now? Um, can they Can they get some of these other top transfers next year? They got them this year. But again, part of the reason they got Murray and CSA was because a lot of other schools were like, we're not rolling the dice on these kids. We don't think they're going to be eligible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you, you've seen like, you know, Georgia's making some big runs at kids in recruiting right yeah. now. And I, I think Todd Golden's going to do a great job at Florida. He's a, a hell of a yep. young coach and he's, he's aggressive on the recruiting trail. So yeah, that's big. And it, I'm talking to people around Oxford. Beard's been just hustling i mean as aggressive as anybody and building the brand and and getting the word out on nil so i think it helps him that the ad is a former basketball player you know keith carter is wants to wants to win big i mean that's why they went and hired chris beard you know they they take it serious so um yeah that's a that's a good point i mean you know how you stack up against everyone else because you know spoiler alert everybody in the sec cares about basketball now so it's a it's a big time yep. conference now. Um, all right. So uh, I guess last thing here. And again, I, I appreciate the time, Jeff. You, you, this is awesome. And you're, of course. <laughs> you're as busy as anyone in the business, but um, you know, kind of looking at the conference in, in tiers, you know, where does Ole Miss stack up against, you mentioned, you know, Kentucky with all their talent and, you know, Arkansas and Bama and, and Bruce Pearl and Auburn, you know, where, where do you think Ole Miss will fall in year one? And, and and if we got three tiers, which one do you think they're in? Probably in the middle, but, but I don't, you know, it's hard to say right now again, because there's so much turnover. It's like, I have no idea what to think of this Kentucky team. Like I'm not mm-hmm. completely in on them because again, they're too young. For me. Alabama lost a ton. Like, yeah. I don't know how good Grant Nelson – Grant Nelson, he was a star at the mid-major level. Aaron Estrada was a star at the mid-major level. I don't know what those guys are going to do in the SEC. Arkansas, I think they're going to be pretty good, but they always take time because he's got so many new guys again. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is – it's never been more difficult to try to figure out preseason – prognostications as it is right now it's it's almost dumb but again you got to do it because people want to read it what else are they going to read in the preseason like they want to know what you think <laughs> so they can call you a moron later uh, which is not very hard to do with me uh, i would put him in the middle to be conservative right now i mm-hmm. would put him smack in the middle and just say like listen i i think they have a a, a shot Certainly, to um, hang on one second. Got a train going here. Bridge is going up as I'm driving to pick up my uh, my wife. Literally, the, the the thing came down, and I I was on the wrong side of it, but I just got through it. So that's good. 
Uh, so you may have to edit this out. Yeah, it's all good. Stuff to you. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's somewhere, like I said, somewhere in the middle. Um, but Beard, you know, generally when I do rankings, right, I, I do them based on personnel first, and then I'll move up teams based on their coach or move them down based on their coach. And and again, generally, I would, when, when Beard was at the end of Texas Tech and at Texas, I would move them up like five spots. So if I thought Beard had the 15th best talent in the country, I'd be ranking him 10th. Mm-hmm. Where there are other coaches, like honestly, I'll move Kentucky down generally a couple spots. I don't think Calipari's that great a coach. I think he's a hell of a recruiter, but you take their talent and then you say, all right, like Cal coaching him, I just don't know if I completely buy into to him as an X's and O's guy. Beard to me is much better in that regard. So I, I think, again, what I would say is, I know it's a football school, but it can be both. Ole Miss can be both. And uh, and Beard's going to get this thing going. And when he does, he's going to connect with his students. And it would not shock me. When, when I went, how about this? I would say Texas Tech's fan, uh, fan base. When I went, I went two games in Lubbock. One was Kentucky and one was Beard's return to Lubbock. Um, they were among the best crowds that I've seen in the last 10 years. They were that good. Wow. So, yeah, he, what he did there was, was not only phenomenal on the court, but what he did there off the court was ridiculous to be mm-hmm. able to get them. And those fans were rabid. Like, they were crazy. Um, like, I was there before the game when he came back, I think. It was that one. Um, like – they had out there the night before they had big screen TVs, people just drinking, you know, beer trucks, food trucks, everybody out there all night. Like I, I would love it if he could get that going at Old Miss. Uh, Cause it'd be fun. You know, again, you know what it is like to tailgate for football there. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't it be, I'm not going to say it's the same, but can't it be an experience to go to a basketball game there. And I think he could probably make it into one. Yeah. I, it's a fan base that oddly enough is, is very passionate about basketball when the team contends and when they're right and they're fun. And I think that he's going to build them in a, a, you know, a fun group to watch. And I think they can contend if they can get everybody eligible and, and play his brand that he likes to play. So it's going to be an exciting season. Uh, they certainly have the arena for it now. They're not, they're not in the tad pad anymore. They're they're in a brand new building that is built for somebody like him. So, um, well, Jeff, th- this has been fun. Uh, before I let you go, please tell the folks where they can find all your stuff and, and keep up with you this season. Yeah, the easiest way is probably just to, to follow me on Twitter, probably at Goodman Hoops. All my stuff's there. Uh, you can, you know, make fun of me, call me names, whatever you want to do. I don't think, I don't think old Miss fans will. Cause again, I think anybody who's followed college basketball, followed me knows what a huge fan of, of Chris Beard that I've been as far as what he's been able to do. I mean, it's, I've known him for 20 years and, uh, it, it's, you know, this would be a, a pretty, uh, unbelievable redemption story if he's able to kind of do it as quickly as I think he's going to be able to do 
All right, that's Jeff Goodman of Field of 68. Messenger, you can find all of his stuff at both of those spots. Like you said, follow him on Twitter at Goodman Hoops. They have so much content throughout the season. It's going to be a fun one for Ole Miss fans to follow along. And we uh, appreciate his time today on this Talk of Champions short session. So thanks to Jeff. Thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. And as always, thank you to the sponsors that make it possible. We will have more basketball content as opening night is almost here and like i said tonight 7 p.m exhibition against tusculum at the pavilion so for jeff over there i'm zach this has been talk of champions short sessions till next time we out say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.